Hello, welcome to or welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Lars and you are listening to Deadly Obsession. Today we are going to be discussing the Elizabeth Olton case. She was a nine-year-old girl that had wound up missing. You know that saying, the proof is in the pudding? Well, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about proof that was found in a diary that belonged to a 15-year-old girl. I do want to give a little bit of a disclaimer to let you know that we will be mentioning self-harm and suicide today. If you cannot handle any of that or if it triggers you, please click on to another episode. For the rest of you, let's get into today's episode. I do want to let you guys know before I get into today's episode that it is going to be out of chronological order, and this is just to help you understand the case a little bit more. On October 23rd, 2009, nine-year-old Elizabeth Olton had told her best friend happy birthday before getting off the bus. She then proceeds to walk off the bus, she gets inside of her house, and she greets her mother, Patty. Now, Patty is a mother of three. She has three children, and if you don't know already, like, being a mom is not easy, and Patty did the best that she could. So, she's helping the children get their homework done, making sure that they got a snack, asking them how their day was, and then she's trying to make dinner for all the kids. Well, when she's starting to make dinner, uh, there's a ring at the doorbell. Patty goes to the door, and she opens it up, and... Their neighbor, Emma, is sitting there, and she's like, Hey, uh, so I was wondering if Elizabeth could come over and play with me pretty, pretty please. At first, Patty told her no. However, she couldn't handle the way that the girls were just jumping up and down, really, really excited. So she changed her answer and said that Elizabeth could go as long as she was home by 6 before it was dark. The girls walked off. And they went to Emma's house. So, 6.30 rolls around and Patty has not heard from Elizabeth at all. She's not home. And this was really suspicious because Elizabeth was so terrified of the dark. And by this time, it's already dark outside. So, she calls up Emma's grandmother, which is where Emma and them lived, and had asked her if she had seen Elizabeth or if Elizabeth was still over there. The grandmother informs Patty that Elizabeth was not at the house and nobody in the house had seen Elizabeth and that she was not here. Patty immediately started to freak out and called the cops to report her daughter missing. The cops show up in less than 15 minutes and they start asking the usual questions, which go a little something like, so when's the last time you saw your daughter what was she wearing what color hair does she have uh do you know of anyone who wouldn't would want to hurt elizabeth where was she last known and patty had told her that she let elizabeth go play with emma at their house which they live they're neighbors but in between their houses is like a huge thing of woods but it's not that far it was an easy walk it was just kind of thick woods. So the cops then proceed to go over to the neighbor's house and they ask questions and they're like, 
well, have any of you seen Elizabeth? And they get to Emma, and they're asking Emma, hey, uh, so what happened to Elizabeth? And she goes, oh, you know, we were in the woods playing, and then uh, we I sent her home. I saw her walking that way. I don't know where she could have gone, but the last time I saw her was in the woods, and she, she wasn't at the house or anything. And they're like, oh, okay. So they do a little bit of more investigating, and they're looking around, they're searching the area, and that's when Patty, Patty had remembered that Elizabeth had her phone on her. So she starts calling Elizabeth's phone, and it's going directly to voicemail, which means that somebody either turned off the phone or it was dead. So after the cops had learned that Elizabeth had her cell phone, they then they then contacted the cell phone company and had requested for the last known location of the phone which if you guys don't know this already whenever you're cell you're using your cell phone it pings a tower and that tower will give a radius and a location of where your phone is so they ended up getting the radius and location and her phone was still in that wooded area between the two neighbors houses so they had thought this was a little bit weird. So they go to Emma again and they start questioning her once again. And they're like, um, Emma, are you sure that you last saw her there? And Emma had ended up changing her story. And she goes, well, actually, now that I think of it, we were playing and somehow Elizabeth had ended up getting into some thorns. So I was calling for my older sister, Alyssa, Alyssa, will you? Will you come and help us? Uh, Elizabeth had fallen, and she comes outside, and she proceeds to help Elizabeth get out of the thorns. The police had thought this was really suspicious, because when they interviewed Alyssa Bustamante, she said that she never even saw Elizabeth at the house at all. So, the cops started to do a little bit of investigating towards Alyssa. So now we are going to backtrack a little bit and I'm going to give you some information on Alyssa Bustamante. She was not described as your average teenager. Uh, she was 15 years old when this whole incident had happened. She had many hobbies like posting YouTube videos and digging holes. Neither of her parents were in her life and Alyssa was described as a weird kid at school. She didn't dress like your typical teenager would in a small town in Missouri. Um, one time, her one friend had recalled that they were having a sleepover. Alyssa had turned to her and asked if she ever wanted to know what it felt like to kill someone. Her friend had brushed this off thinking that it was just a joke and never mentioned it again. Alyssa also had really bad mental health problems and did not receive help for it. She would confide in her friends about how she would self-harm and how she wanted to kill herself. It's so sad to see that she was going through so much at the age of 15 and nobody did anything about it. I honestly think that this whole situation could have been avoided if she had a therapist. So... The Friday before Elizabeth had went missing, Alyssa had stayed home from school. She had grabbed a shovel and went to the woods. She then proceeded to dig two holes, and they were the size of a small child. Both of them were. 
She later told the police that it was because she wanted a place to bury dead animals that she had found to, quote-unquote, lay them to rest. After digging these holes, Alyssa had waited and waited and waited for her perfect victim. When Emma and Elizabeth were done playing, she had saw this, that this was her opportunity. So, she then proceeds to follow Elizabeth into the woods when Elizabeth was going home. So, now I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Now that you know that the police had started to suspect that Alyssa had done something, at first they had thought that Elizabeth had died on accident and Alyssa had tried to cover it up. So, they started to, to do a little bit of research on Alyssa and they come across her YouTube channel and in one of her videos she says that her hobbies were cutting and killing, which is a red flag for them. So, they start to question Alyssa and eventually had gotten permission to search her room. So, they're going to go search her room and they open up the door and the first thing that they see is her walls are just covered with all of these drawings and like sayings and phrases and poems that she had written herself. Some of these things were an outline of a dead body of her sister Emma and it was written in blood. She also had wrote, it was written in blood, it was all written in blood, which was, guess what, written in blood. She had also wrote a poem about cutting, so trigger warning for that. I cut to focus when my brain is racing. I cut to make physical what I feel inside. I cut to see blood because I like it. So this is when they had realized that Alyssa is self-harming. After searching her room, they also had found some letters from a prison, which was not abnormal because her father was imprisoned for, I think, domestic violence. And they had also found her diary. So they're searching through this diary, and it talks about various things. It talks about killing everyone in her family, harming her sister, harming her two little brothers, harming her grandmother, burning down their house, killing everyone in the house, and they come across the last page, her last entry in this diary, and it was the day that, her, that Elizabeth had gone missing, and everything on this page was scribbled out in pen except for the date and the incidents which said, I have to go to church now, lol. So they take the diary and then they send it off into a lab and they resurfaced what the diary ended up saying. Oh, this is, this is awful. So the first thing that she had written after the date was, I just fucking killed someone. And then the, the first words that the detective had saw was, I slit her throat. So this made it where the police immediately called Alyssa into an interrogation room with her mother because she is a minor. And they asked Alyssa what had happened to Elizabeth. And she goes, oh, I, I don't know. And then eventually he looks at her and he goes, we have your diary. And we have recovered what you had scribbled out on that page. So Alyssa looks at him and she goes, well, it was an accident. She had, she had fallen and he looks at her and he goes, did she cut, cut her, was her throat cut? And she goes, oh yeah, her throat was, her throat was cut. So he just straight up goes, we know that you're lying. We uncovered everything that your thing had said. We know that you had killed Elizabeth. 
and this is when her grandmother had just started to break down, bawling into tears. So they send the grandmother out of the room, and they start interrogating Alyssa. Eventually, she just tells them exactly what had happened, and it had left them with their mouth wide open. So now we are going to go back to the day that Elizabeth had gone missing. Alyssa was following Elizabeth into the woods. She had gotten behind her and she had grabbed her, thrown her to the ground, and started to beat her. After satisfied with the beating, she then proceeded to get on top of nine-year-old Elizabeth and started to strangle her. After strangling her, she then decided to pull out her knife and had stabbed her. She didn't think that was enough, so she then proceeded to slit Elizabeth's throat, which had killed her. She is standing there, and she is in shock that she cannot believe she finally got over her fear of wanting to kill somebody. And, and she said at first it was just having to push herself to do it. So she picks up nine-year-old Elizabeth's body, and she brings her body into one of the holes, aka a grave, that she had dug earlier that Friday. She puts her body into the hole, and she covers her body up, and then she proceeds to go home, she changes her clothes, and then she writes in her diary exactly what had happened to Elizabeth. After Alyssa had told the police what she had done to Elizabeth, they had asked her why. Why did you kill nine-year-old Elizabeth? She looks at them with a cold look, and she says, I just wanted to know what it felt like to kill somebody, and I thought that it was cool. So, you know how earlier I had mentioned that there was two holes? Well, police later suspected that Alyssa had originally planned on killing her two younger brothers. That's why there was two holes. However, Elizabeth was kind of like the... Uh, like an opportunity that she that she felt that she had to take so she ended up killing elizabeth elizabeth instead it's just awful to think that a 15 year old at this age could even comprehend trying to kill somebody and you can tell that she is not that bright because if she was bright she never would have written anything down she never would have had written anything on that wall she you could just tell how in like how immature 15 year olds brains are when reading cases about this and it's no shock that it's like no no one was shocked when she was arrested for Elizabeth's murder so now we are going to get into the trial slash imprisonment of Alyssa Bustamante she killed Elizabeth at the age of 15, however, she did not go to trial until the age of 18 where she was convicted, and this is because the police had, did not follow the law, a Missouri law, that they had asked her questions that they were not allowed to ask because she was a minor. So they ended up going to second degree murder instead of first degree murder, even though it was premeditated because she had dug the holes before and she had told her little sister Emma allegedly to go get her best friend Elizabeth. 
So she is charged with second-degree murder and convicted of second-degree murder. She got a life imprisonment plus 30 years. It is rumored that Elizabeth Alyssa is now married to her wife, and now she's just living life in prison while in jail for murder. So there are a lot of people who have stood towards Alyssa and have even sexualized her and kind of romanticized what she had done and it's also honestly sickening just looking at YouTube and doing research and seeing all these people praise Alyssa and being like oh she's the hottest killer don't ever do that type of shit could you imagine you know your little nine-year-old sister got killed and then all these people are over here romanticizing her killer also, while in jail and in prison, Alyssa had tried to commit suicide not once but twice. She also tried to slit her wrist with her fingernails and eventually had to get put on suicide watch a couple of times, and especially before her trial because they did not want her to miss her trial and get, quote-unquote, the easy way out, I guess you could put it. Thank you all so very much for listening to today's episode about Elizabeth Olton on Deadly Obsession. I hope you guys enjoyed today's case and I really hope that it had made you think or I had given you information that you have never heard of before. Thank you all so very much for listening and I'll see you the next episode. Bye!